Welcome to a new episode of Live Evil Pod. We are back, episode two. This is a great week for us to really touch base on a lot of things that has happened, even since last week. You know, the Challenger League series has started, but this past weekend, or week, I have to remember, we're playing on the weeks now. Thursday, Friday, LCS is back. Evil Geniuses played their two competitions, and we will dive into how they did kind of my thoughts about how the game went and also like to hear from you as well if you have any things to share as always leave it in the comments leave it in the review but most of all i will read everything that's particularly on the reddit if you uh, see this episode please give it a like subscribe tell your friends make more evil geniuses fans on the way this is still a wonderful year for us even though our start is not as hot as we predicted from last week's episode. So that's on the agenda for today. We'll talk a little bit about our challengers team as well, and then what's up ahead. Also, what is happening around the social media world. How are you all doing today? I hope you had a wonderful smashing weekend. It is Monday, the 30th January. The month is almost over. Can you believe it? And really, uh, there's so much... That has gone for me, at least in this month, just preparing for this. I hope the wait is over for you in waiting for a new Evil Genius season to root for. As always, uh, check out the merch. They got the jersey. I think we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but the jersey is out. And also, uh, we get to enjoy you know, other drops that happened last week lcs just pumped out content after content which was amazing it's awesome to see and uh you know for evil geniuses we made a couple of appearances if you haven't gotten the chance to see it jojo pion released one talking about his mental mentality getting into the new year uh his shoes his favorite shoes and the things he likes to do uh evil geniuses also dropped a um a season where you know something evil's happening and everyone's still pointing a finger at Vulcan it's hilarious you should just go take a chance to go watch it and um, have fun and hope to hear uh, your thoughts about this so uh, let me see I'm going to play a little bit of the uh, you know the games in the background gives myself a reminder but we started our year We'll start with the LCS. We started our year playing against Golden Guardians. Now, they didn't have Gory, and so they played Young at mid. So this game, uh, our team, we drafted Jax, uh, Sejuani, Azir, Jin, and Ash. It's a fairly um, familiar kind of um, uh, combo or composition 
that's being played around the world. Ash support is happening all over. We uh, haven't gone to the wackiness of other like support, like the Nazir support or Jin support. You know, hundred thieves tried to pull that off. Did not work well for them. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about this game. I thought the art. Uh, players did really well overall the early game was uh great especially seeing that from inspired he's active he's all over the map he is really uh, even helped with the first blood uh, dive just coming down from the bot jungle bot enemy jungle and like diving the bot lane from you know from their side and uh, that gave fbi our first blood and so that was great to see overall the game i think we saw a lot of things to be excited about. Every single player seems to uh, just just look great, even though they have the fewest uh, scrim times, I believe, because they started later than most teams. They are able to put together a gelling someday, work really well at the top lane. FBI work really well with Vulcan. Uh, we started off really fast. I mean, by the 12-minute mark, we were up four kills to one, and we were up 2,000 gold. Um, but then something kind of happened, and I'm kind of uh, wondering if this might be a trend that they need to sort out this week. It's that our mid-game falters. We got a great early push. We got a great um, control over the map in the early game. And somehow, somewhere along the line in the mid-game, things just kind of stale. Uh, things kind of slow down. And in those moments, you'll find a lot of times what I'm seeing at the very least right now is that Jojo Pyun is, um, you know, roaming a lot on his own, trying to do the split push, trying to go through all the different lanes. And eventually he get caught out uh, several times. Now, this game uh, should not have been close, in my opinion, but it got really close um, towards the middle. Um, and and we're talking about not even like the full team squad of Golden Guardians, right? I'm Almost afraid to think what would have happened had Gory played instead of Young. Uh, nevertheless, we came out with a victory in this game uh, on the back of Inspired, on the back of FBI especially. He went deathless in this game. Uh, for all your concerns about FBI, I think those were unfounded. He is looking to form uh, round out into a great form, looking like the ADC that he was back in 2021 and I'm just excited to see kind of what goes on forward because really I, I think what I said I believe it Vulcan is a better support hands down Vulcan is a better support for FBI and that uh, gives FBI all the uh, resource that he needs to hyper carry for the team in the late game but um, also have all the other players can uh, carry for real um, someday looks amazing still so we got we got both we got both of the players the new players uh, integrating well, and uh, I think at the end of the day this game for me it comes down to Inspire playing extremely well around the map, being able to enable the the team to eat. it's funny to say to make a comeback right it's make a comeback. Uh, stat wise, I will say Jojo Pyun looks the weakest. It's hard thing to say, but you know if that's the case, then I'm. I'm guess I'm not as concerned because Jojo scales. Jojo becomes better with each uh, experience, with each losses or wins, with each like, you know, resounding defeat. He comes back fairly, fairly strong. Um, so overall, uh, happy that we did win the first game, our debut game. And uh, it took a while, 40 minute, 40 plus minute type of game. 
Then let's talk about the second game. Very familiar refrain, I'll have to say. This is against CLG. We have we're playing this on Friday. Um, you know, and we were in the side red side this time. Our picks were Varus, Elise, Cassante, Rise, and Heimerdinger. Cassante is just mad, crazy strong as a tank. And I was really excited to see someday on it. And Elise was, for some people in the Discord, I kind of like had criticized the Elise pick, but Elise is a very strong pick. And it's still going to be picked. You'll see more of her. Um, I saw a lot of her in the LCK, and it's a priority for the Koreans, right? It's it's a very, very strong pick at the current meta with their ability to burst down um, enemies quickly, and the CC is just uh, incredibly strong. Although I have to say, it, it's been a while since Elise has been uh, in meta, and maybe there's some rust there. For this game, though, I did not think there was an issue at all. CLG had a standard Jack Sejuani, but then they took Cassiopeia for mid, and then Sivir and Karma to round out the bottom, and you know. This is uh, the cast, maybe another champ that Jojo may not be familiar with. Very much a niche champ that you don't ever see played in a meta, but CLG just surprises with all that. The game started off quickly at eight minutes. We already had like a 2 0 kill. Again, our early game is super strong. Our early game having inspired, just enabling the map. um, It seems like, you know, a good focus of that is around the bottom. Uh, the second time we see that, and I wonder if they're going to change it up a little bit. But if not, it's not entirely a bad problem either. And so um, Evil Geniuses just really, really, um, again, showed up early in the game. And I thought, okay, we got this in a bag. It shouldn't be too big of a problem at that point um, because the team is rotating at a... Uh, a it just shows a lot of team chemistry and the... Ganks that are happening, it's not all reliant on Inspired. Jojo would also path north, for example, and uh, the team would uh, collapse mid uh, at, from time to time. There's just a lot of good synergy and communication there. Yet, at around the mid-game again, uh, this time maybe more so towards the 20 minutes, something just happens. Something just happens where uh, players are get caught out. Vulcan got caught out. Jojo got caught out. You know, everyone got caught out and they collapse when they don't um, collapse well on the team fight. They really just uh, get destroyed and 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 uh, loses that momentum, loses the momentum that they built up so well in the early games. So on the one hand, I'm going to say I'm not worried at all. But if this becomes a trend, it's going to be a much harder uh, to, to crap out some of the wins against some of the better teams. Uh, in in the league right now and there are a couple of strong ones not gonna lie just looking at i paid attention to a couple of those games especially you know FlyQuest. uh i paid attention to you know it's it's not even uh that far-fetched to say that 100 thieves is a strong team and c9 especially will be a really hard team to uh, beat because they are strong as well in the early game so if we cannot win that i don't know if we can make a comeback if we ever don't fix our mid game um, and so sort of some things to look out for, sort of some things to kind of really, really pay attention to. We ended up losing this game, uh, I think around, you know, despite being lead in kills, being lead in gold 
at the 20, 28 minute mark, our team was just uh, trolling at some point. Uh, maybe that's not fair to say, but they, they, there's a, there was a collapse. And I think at the, even at that point, uh, with the first, like, you know, getting caught out, with the first, like, losing the dragon fight, they were still thinking, oh, we got this game in the bags and kind of uh, underestimated CLG. That's that's kind of how I always see this game. Totally underestimated CLG in the mid-late uh, game and then uh, dying at an opportune time uh, while trying to fight for the Baron. And, you know, once that happens, once CLG kind of flip the game around at uh, 35 minutes taking the baron from us uh it was all over kind of all over from there so i'll give clg a lot of credit too they, they're probably gelling much better this is the same team that they're running from 2022 and uh it, they they're looking better i mean they're they're 2-0 really they're 2-0 we are not and uh we got some catching up to do we i know our second time around we will be ready for this I'm, and i'm hoping we fix these mistakes i'm still going to anticipate some of this mistake to show up next week but um hopefully just sh uh refine enough that we don't lose games because of it uh, so yeah that's uh, in a nutshell the lcs uh lots and lots to talk about uh lots and lots to digest what this team is where we're headed how are we uh standing uh how are we looking compared to other top teams the great news is that we look better than tl uh whom at many pegged as the very strong team strong scrim right full korean um and we are definitely still considered one of the better teams in the lcs the worrying news, I will say, FlyQuest looks much better, and they don't even have Winsome. That's how how um, concerning I think it could be. They still don't have Ayla. Winsome played for FlyQuest, and FlyQuest demolished their opponents, not even sweating it. You know, Speakers playing at peak level, Vigloss, Prince, all of them just completely demolish their opponents so that's that's the team i'm watching out for c9 is playing fast they're playing heavy and fudge may have just leveled up i've never been a big believer in fudge but he has certainly leveled up in my opinion and uh, dplex is just sliding in not needing to be doing too much but he certainly uh can carry played well on the akali and so if you're looking for a weakness on c9 it might just be really weird to say it might just be berserker who hasn't shown up yet and if you, he shows up boy that that team is very very uh scary and i will i will definitely like to see um you know FlyQuest play against c9 and have a duke it out hopefully they uh, mental boom each other um so there's a lot to look out for uh next week let's look into it we are facing uh oh I chuckled, but we are facing the undefeated TSM. Guys, we had TSM at the bottom. Everyone almost had them ninth or 10th place, but they are 2-0. We are not. They beat Team Liquid, right? You say, okay, they beat um, Immortals. That's given because they were about neck and neck with Immortals and who's at the bottom of the league, but they beat Team Liquid, and they look good doing it too it's not like they they snuck out a victory it's not like clg flipping the game on eg kind of win tsm actually looks good 
So we have a lot to prepare for and not to underestimate this iteration of TSM. The meta may just fit Maple very well, may fit Neo very well. And uh, oftentimes that is all it's need for them to get a hot start. And if TSM can get a similar start as CLG did in the summer, we are in trouble because we have a bigger, much wider competition and we cannot fall down to one and two so this early because on the second day, we will be facing Team Dignitas, who, you know, didn't look good. They were 0-2. But <laughs> Evil Geniuses just seems to have this Achilles heel with Dignitas, at least in my recent memories. Uh, they seem to falter against Dignitas for well, whatever random reason. Um, but this should be a week where we can and should be capable of coming out with a 2-0. and Um but maybe you hear it in my voice that it is not as uh, confident as I was coming into week one because I thought we were going into week two with a 2-0 and record. Uh, there's some things to fix up, some things to shore up. These are fixable issues, which I think, um, you know, at the end of the day, that is going to determine whether we will head into the next um, next round looking strong or, you know... <laughs> At least get into the semi play, uh, semifinals. That's that's my hope. Are we able to get into semifinals or just falter at the quarters? And that's that's where we're at because LCS I think leveled up as a whole. So, what are you looking forward to? What are some things that you are thinking about when thinking uh, after watching week one of how we perform? What are your predictions going into week two? Now, panning over, we'll use some of the remaining times to break down our Challenger League as well. For this last weekend and this weekend, they play uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I feel like the LEC schedule. So it's fun. Uh, you know, we have something to do in the weekend. If you want to watch more LCS action, it's the NACL. Uh, we were having a visa issue there for sure. And Robbie Bob and Mobility are subbing in for Ryoma and King. We are expecting them to be back for uh, this upcoming weekend. That's the hope. Nothing is confirmed just yet. But even with Robbie Bob and Mobility, we were able to round out a perfect 4-4, four and four, everything balanced record. It was certainly uh, not intentional, but whew, yeah, uh, hard to shake off this idea of, you know, a a curse <laughs> um whoops audio seems to have cut out my apologies folks you'll hear a bit of a funkiness um everything's okay so my thought here with our evil geniuses challenger team uh hoping to see king and ryoma back i think it will make a ton of difference but the player i really really want you to uh, get to know is shiden who has been immense in carrying this team it's just really putting the team on his shoulder and this this uh, this player has a future in the LCS, believe it or not. Him and Jojo Pune were in talks of being the next level LCS star uh, when they were in amateur, I believe. And uh, Peter has mentioned that before. So watch out. I'm very glad that he's on our challenger team. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him grow. So that it will do it um, for us here at the podcast. I want to take a moment and uh, just talk about the happenings that has been going on in the 
you know, evil geniuses in social media. The first thing is there is a someday interview uh, talking about how he's settling in, how the LCS scrim schedule, his thoughts around that. I will post that in the show note. This is a interview done by Jordan Marnie at Marn Media on Twitter. And also, let's take a moment and thank the people who contributed to the show or writing to me at uh, the Evil Geniuses Reddit. Um, it's a very, fairly quiet place so far, guys, and I just hope to see more of you there and hearing more of your thoughts uh, because this is a place that, you know, because there's so few um, buzz that I'm probably going to take the time to read some of your uh, comments and also some of your thoughts and this will give you some visibility if you would like. Wyvern71, he is excited, or she is excited to see the evolution of JoJo and Inspired. Aura1661, they are hoping to see how Vulcan keeps his King of the Spring title. And then DXY. why did they change the game to weekdays and off from weekends? Well, that's a whole ordeal uh, that, you know... The LCS uh, and Riot kind of came up with. Not all happy about it, but we'll have to live with it. So, folks, uh, until next time, hopefully more new happenings will be happening for us next week for us to break down both the LCS and the NACL. Until next time, live evil. <laughs>